Welcome back to another episode, ladies and gentlemen, with your host, The D is Silent, clocking in today uh, about 5.30 p.m., Thursday, August 25th, 2022, and we are back with a little bit more Godzilla news. Um, I'm going to start building this episode uh, with a little bit of Godzilla news, and then I'll figure out, maybe I'll do some concerts coming up that I want to go to. Uh, but let's get into it. It has now been revealed as we get closer to Godzilla time. Godzilla and Kong will team up to fight an undiscovered terror, I believe, in the Hollow Earth. Um, and what that means, uh, they're the three big ones that come to mind right off the bat. And I think the fans want uh, Destroyer. I personally don't want Destroyer. If you're going to do Destroyer, they got to do it right. Um, because it's not going to make no sense for him to be there and then kill him off. I'd much rather prefer Destroyer be brought in later. Or perhaps Godzilla and Kong team up to fight Gigan, Which I think is where they're going um, just based off of what I've seen, um, Gigan is going to be the one that probably will, will be the main villain. And I kind of want Godzilla and Kong to lose to Gigan only for Destroy to show up and kill off Gigan by himself, reinforcing the fact that. Godzilla and Kong are no match for Destroyer. Um, but with that said, I kind of want to see Mecha Kong or a version of Mecha Kong. It doesn't have to be completely metal. Maybe he loses an arm. Uh, maybe, you know, he, ha- he part of his jaw gets messed up. Um, and they have to give him a metal jaw and an arm. That would be dope. Maybe even an eye. Uh, that would be dope to see. Um, but I don't know if they're going Gigan either. The another one that comes to mind, there's actually four. If we're really going to talk about it, to me, there's four monsters that Toho has presented in the past, as well as they could make make a whole new one. I'm gonna maybe make four and a half because Legendary and Warner Brothers could just make a whole new monster. I don't feel that they're going that route though. Um, They're going to pull from the Toho pool of kaiju out there. And I'm going to say Biolante is one. One solid choice. I think it's on the lower end of the choices. It's probably, if I had to put a percentage on the chances, I'd give it like a 15% chance, Biolante. Destroyer being high up, but I don't think they're going there because I believe Destroyer is going to be the last monster that comes comes to fruition. And if they're going to follow the story, he's not in the Hollow Earth because the the Oxygen Destroyer, as you well know, is where he's birthed from. The particles of it, um, and they've already dis- they've already launched the Oxygen Destroyer in the sea. Uh, I, I don't know. It's the Gulf of Mex- uh, 
Gulf of Mexico, whatever they, wherever they were at, I forgot. Um, it might even might not even be the Gulf of Mexico. <clears throat> uh, but if I gotta say destroy, if he's gonna rear his head and then him be a colossal, because the, the description is a colossal threat buried deep in the earth. Um, I don't know if destroy it fits the bill there, but I'm gonna give him about a forty percent chance. Uh, another chance is Geigen, which I've stated. I I give Geigen a fifty-fifty chance um, as him being the main villain. And I can see that because he he too came from space. He could be buried um, in the ice or just buried in the earth, you know, and hadn't been awoken until Godzilla and Kong started moving around uh, because maybe he thought he wiped out most of the Kongs and most of the Godzillas. Um, well, now we've got, you know, one and one. And maybe, and I kind of have a sneaky feeling there's going to be another Kong out there. Uh, it would do wonders for the story. And I kind of want them to show a prehistoric battle. Maybe three Godzillas versus a tribe of Kongs. Um, or maybe three Godzillas versus Gigan and him tearing them up. Um, that's what I kind of feel is going to happen. Uh, but with that said, I give Gigan a 50-50 chance. Uh, so we got Biollante, Destroyer, Gigan, Both not quite... And I'm going to throw an oddball Godzilla. They want to say Space Godzilla because Space Godzilla to me is one of those characters where to me, I love the design of him. I love the movie, actually. Um, and I kind of feel like they can build off of that because of what we do know already what happened in Kong Skull. Obviously, there was a there was a relationship between Kongs and Godzillas. I think there was, like maybe like a whole tribe of Kongs. Maybe there was like a hundred or two hundred of them, and they kept the Godzillas in check. You know, obviously Godzillas. You know, kind of like if you take uh, lions and and hyenas, for example. It's kind of kind of what I feel is the relationship between. But maybe it's maybe it's not exactly that. But you, you know what I'm getting at? Like, I think lions, okay, there was a pack of them. Or, uh, you know, like, there's a pack of lions. Uh, there's obviously a pack of Godzilla's because they had to keep the Godzilla population going. But the main dominant one, the one that, you you know, like T-Rex and raptors, sort of. Godzilla being the T-Rex. The Kongs being the raptors. Maybe that's a better analogy. Uh Kongs worked better as a team and maybe there was two Godzillas or three or four ever at one time that's all they could sustain but the the Kongs kept them in check and you know so they didn't just tear up the world with their atomic breath and eat everything and and I kind of feel that okay and we already know that they worshipped Godzilla or Godzillas they built statues to them uh, as the prime, the prime top dog. Uh, obviously, Kong. There, there's been there was multiple Kongs. Obviously, 
um, to deal with these Godzillas. And so I kind of feel like the balance may have, if we're taking it off of the story, there, Godzillas have died and many of Kong have died. And so you would have to assume that maybe something threw the balance off. Maybe another version of a Godzilla popped up, a space Godzilla, and just started wiping out the other Godzillas. And then the Kongs tried to stop that Godzilla and failed or got cl- or just imprisoned him somewhere. You know, maybe or maybe he just fell into a slumber. So I give Space Godzilla as my wild card, but I give that about a 30% chance, maybe 25% chance. There's an odd wild card, um, a wild, odd wild card. Uh, with Gigan being the highest, now they can just invent another monster. I wouldn't mind if they did. But if you look at the story of Space Godzilla, uh, I think Jet Jaguar or I forget who shows up. And I kind of feel like that's a, a high possibility as a Jaeger or a, a Mecha something else shows up. I do believe that another Mecha is going to show up. Um, I kind of felt like the Mutal drew a lot of inspiration from Gigan. So it wouldn't be so difficult to believe that they the people... Maybe humans make Gigan. So they, I mean, that's why it's 50-50. Especially when it came to the eyes and Gigan's signature hooks on for hands. Uh, and he's got, and obviously he's got a chainsaw blade in the middle of his body. So obviously that would be mecked out. Maybe Gigan is a... And this is why, again, this is why Gigan goes even a little higher. Maybe Gigan, they build... Um, to fight off or to help maybe it just goes out of control maybe it is you know maybe the peoples of old built said Gigan uh, because if you're taking into consideration that there's there's aliens obviously which we now know is 100% uh, plausible that an alien race perhaps could have been involved they could have taken parts of the Muto they could have fashioned a Muto into a Gigan body to wipe out um, the Titans and allow people to you know propagate and not and not have to deal with maybe it is a, a long lost weapon Gigan is a long lost weapon that's why I kind of I've been thinking about it Gigan is probably uh, pro- as high on my list as to who's going to show up uh, I, again, they can go. They can just make a whole new to, uh, Toho legendary Warner Brothers. Can all kind of just no. Let's just make a whole new animal, a whole new beast. We've had some things kicking around, some ideas for different types of beasts. Um, and you know what? Yeah, let's just run with it. It'll just be buried in you know Godzilla and then Toho invents new monsters, new monsters on the regular. So why? But I gonna get if they're gonna go that route. And make a whole new. I give them probably a coin toss, uh, like uh, like a nickel, like five percent chance. I, I think it's like less than five percent. They might make a kaiju just for the sole fact that Kong needs to train, and he whips the shit out of said animal or beast, and reassures himself as he's the king of the Hollow Earth. 
Godzilla, where did we last see Godzilla? Godzilla uh, went into the ocean, uh, probably to go relax after getting his ass whipped by Mecha Godzilla all over the place. Uh, we know they can track him, so, but he's not in the Hollow Earth. It'd be kind of interesting how they get him down there to fight said terror, or maybe maybe something awakens him. Um, but I kind of hope you see. Uh, I, I like I have so many ideas in my head. I, w- I wish I was a Hollywood exec saying, "Look, we're gonna put out a miniseries, eight episodes long, on, and we're gonna show an ancient battle between." Kong, the Kongs and Zillas with no clear winner but we're going to show it like at least 30 minutes of it we're going to build the stories around it and how they found all this information out in the Hollow Earth because they can start I know they were on up on the regular topper they had kaiju spread around they said 17 and counting I know in the Hollow Earth there's going to be more uh, there should be more there was already those uh, flying snakes uh out there so um, I'm sure there's other big beasts out there as well uh, but it'd be very it's very interesting to see that they're gonna choose to team up Godzilla and Kong again uh, and I kind of hope that they do I kind of want them to give Kong his powers uh, of a roar that can send shockwaves and also and perhaps electricity um I kind of want them to give him powers. I know he's got the axe. I know he's super strong. And maybe his super intelligence is actually what's going to separate him. And that should, that should actually be more the focal point. Is seeing how he can communicate with the humans. And coordinate, uh, you know, offensive strikes. Strategies of how to beat. And they can relay the message to him. To then relay to Godzilla. And, other, and as I talked about before. Um... You know, be kind of interesting to see the humans interact with Kong that way. And and actually, that was very smart of Warner Brothers and Legendary to do that. Very smart. Because I do believe they have to bring back the young girl in order to talk to him. Because he wasn't talking to anybody else. Uh, But maybe they've trusted, you know, some of the other characters to... But I think she should still be there. Um... But I kind of feel like they should bring they should bring out another Kong or two, and I want I want to see another Godzilla, two Godzillas on the screen interacting with each other. Um, you know, having a try, but then but then but I want them to get whipped. Um, I kind of and this should be done in their mini series that's coming out soon. Um, I haven't heard much of it, but I kind of feel like. As a fan, as a kaiju fan, as a Godzilla fan, as a Kong fan, as a, you know, Mecha Godzilla fan, as a, you know, Destroyer, Gigan, uh, you know, Mothra. They, they've got Mothra sitting out there, too. I know there was another egg. If you look closely at the um, credits of, I think, King of the Monster, Rodan is still sitting there. I mean, I would love for an all-out, and I would love for them to somehow be an all-out, like, all of them versus um, one particular monster. Maybe that's why they got they got beat the Kongs and Godzillas of old because the Gigan weapon uh, there was no unity between the between the beasts. 
you know, and he went picking them off one by one in the hollow earth or something along those natures. Maybe it just bullied them to the fact that, um, you know, but it's very interesting. It's very interesting to see that that's the route they're going to go. I didn't know where they were going to go. Um, everybody wants a saga. I want a saga. I hope this is the sequel is what it is, a sequel. And then we get the final conclusion in the part three of a Godzilla and Kong. Uh, I, I, I want to see an all-out brawl with the animals. Uh, that's just what I want to see. So, you know, harkens back to uh, destroy all monsters. You know, see every single one of them on the screen at the same time. We got a glimpse of it, of what that could be. In King of the Monsters, you have Martha and Rodan and Godzilla and Ghidorah. Um, I wouldn't even mind if they bring Ghidorah back. Mecha, uh, give me the Mecha Ghidorah. Maybe they're going to go that route. Um, oh, there's so many things. But I, I don't... I actually... The more I think about how well done the Godzilla franchise has been and Kong's franchise has been to this point... Um, you know, in in relation to, you know, I think the DC franchise, the DCEU. Um, oh God, I gotta say they've done they've done such a tremendous job. I know people kind of nitpick about certain aspects of what the humans are doing, but what do you really want the humans to do anyways? But just they're just like sidelined at some point. Like there was no that final battle. In both King of the Monsters and uh, Kong vs. Godzilla and Mechagodzilla, there was literally no human intervention. They gave, they jump started Kong's heart, uh, and they literally told him Mechagodzilla is really the bad guy, not Godzilla. And they went at it, and they all the talking and lingo that goes on, and I think actually that helps so much. The kaiju, because if not, if if Godzilla and Kong and Mecha Godzilla could talk and have lines, and you had to listen to Mecha Godzilla's um, villain speech for a minute, it would not make any fucking sense. Like it doesn't make sense. Batman versus Superman. You watch it, it doesn't make any sense. Like uh, I know people were like, "Well, that's one of the best." No, it's not. No, the fuck, it's not. It was supposed to be a Batman versus Superman movie, and they brought out Doomsday and then killed Doomsday killed Superman and sort of had the Justice League out there and but it wasn't really the Justice League but it, that movie was all over the place and nobody understood even really what the fucking beef was Superman to that point really hadn't really done anything other than save the world to warrant Batman hate that that hate was long brewing for other reasons uh, in the comics and everywhere else and um they just kind of that you know that's why Marvel does what they do that you know Civil War took place you had a glimpse and instances of them bickering back and forth and they weren't actually agreeing on shit for a cool minute before it boiled over um, and then in, in and eventually in Infinity War uh, they still weren't together that 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 divide was still there and in the end game you know what happens um. But there was a little bit of building to that. There was no building in the in the Batman vs Superman. They just kind of were like, 
Batman hates Superman. He's gonna. He's got somehow he had kryptonite. I don't even remember how he got a hold of it. Um, he had the big ass suit that could take punches and and then Doomsday was like right there. Like Doomsday should have been a trilogy all by himself. I can't believe the fumble that was Doomsday. Um, there was a massive fumble, but this this one, uh, Kong versus Godzilla. We've got to see them go at it at each other. We've got to see that Mega Godzilla came out and would have really tore up the planet had not Godzilla and Kong set aside their differences momentarily and stop him. They they're gonna separate them. They're separated. So you know, Kong's, Kong's probably not gonna trust Godzilla too much. Godzilla's probably gonna be very wary of Kong. As like, okay, he punked him at first, and but now Kong maybe. Now Kong would I, I kinda hope I kinda want them to give I kinda want them to give Kong a shield so he can just straight up take an atomic breath, you know, let Godzilla tire himself out that tear tire himself out that way. And then like, alright, you wanna really step up, alright we can do this now. I don't have to run. Like I maybe maybe that's what this third one's gonna be. They're gonna, you know, Bring Godzilla down to Kong's level. Kong's gonna be this much more prepared, and at the last, have them lose to whoever is gonna come out. And, uh, and I hope in the next one, the the next third sequel of it, the the end of the trilogy, you know, maybe Kong's got a metal arm, he's got a metal jaw, a robotic eye, you know, you know. Maybe they're gonna give him some uh, weapons. To go along with it Like Maybe he can shoot a beam Maybe not Iron Man style But Shoot a thunderbolt Out of his hands And and, you know Give him with his Metal jaw The ability to send a roar That could Shred the skin off of a human Or an animal You know I wouldn't mind if he had like A Kano type of Eye power either Um You know to, To combat some Bigger badder threats I kind of want to see Godzilla get tore up a little bit as well. I kind of want to see him, uh, you know, maybe get some mecha parts attached to him too. I mean, maybe some of his dorsal fins will be, you know, mechanized. I I wouldn't mind that either. Um, that's something that they've done, at Toho has done as well. That you, If you guys remember, uh they built a mecha Godzilla around the skeleton of a previous Godzilla and then you know so why can't they do it in reverse why they can't they put Godzilla with a little bit of mecha mecha Godzilla in him you know to rebuild his body maybe he loses his tail maybe he's going to get the mecha tail uh you know and some of the dorsals maybe you know his back would be great to see that happen meanwhile up on earth this monster is roaming around unchallenged unchecked Decimating all the other titans that exist, you know, and they can, you know, just to have a one, you know, maybe that maybe their goal was okay, we cannot defeat this, we're going to build uh, Mecha Ghidorah, we're working on Mecha Kong and Mecha Godzilla, and hopefully, together, all of with the the might of whoever's left over, like Mothra, you know, who's who probably is an egg form still, and then maybe she hasn't hatched, maybe she'll come through. Uh, maybe they can go and uh, get an, you know get Rodan out of out of some lava, you know. 
something like that, and then to to have a one final showdown with either Destroya, Gigan, or or Space Godzilla or Biolante or something along those lines. Uh, that's kind of what I want to see. I, I I'm kind of hoping they're kicking that idea around, uh, because I I do truly believe that these do well enough to just keep them going. I think Legendary, okay, they've they've got something here. They've got I believe that they got something. I believe in them. I, I'm my whole heart, I, and I believe people want to see it. They want to see some cool shit. Uh, it's not superheroes. Uh, it's something very old, so a lot of old heads go see it. I know a lot of kids. Um, my niece is completely. Uh, I know my nephew was completely. You just can't go wrong, and that's why Jurassic Park has had now six movies plus. Uh, Camp Cretaceous plus um, which I haven't watched the, the fourth season or fifth season um, my niece watched it watched a couple episodes with the Brads uh, and I think uh, one of the kids dad shows up to the island and he's the actual owner of the stuff whatever um, I have to finish that off but I kind of feel like there's enough out there to gather up everybody's ideas and, and there's enough to generate money because that's what ultimately these movies don't get made if there's if there's not money being made and these movies make money so I'm kind of I'm kind of you know and I bought in the DVD I bought in the digital copies I bought in all that uh, I bought Funko Pops you know and I stayed talking about Godzilla because that's one of my favorite things that is out there uh, I just I kind of feel like the kids kids like it too. Like you can't go wrong with giant beast on the screen, monsters. And you know, that's one of Hollywood's trademark callings is monster movies. You know, go all the way back to Frankenstein, Swamp Thing. Uh, you know, Jurassic Park is basically a monster movie if you if you actually step back and think about it. A very well done. Uh, and I love to talk about Jurassic Park. That OG Jurassic Park, hands down, is probably one of my in my. Uh, maybe I should do a top movies review, but it's probably my top ten movies that I just and it stays. I cannot get over it. It stays as one of the movies that I cannot believe um, was made, and it was like so great that. You know, I still to this day watch it and like, damn, like, I kind of feel like that movie, like we are on the cusp of making dinosaurs if we can get the right science right. Even though cloning and making a whole dinosaur and doing all the shit that they did in the movie is like not even possible. But I kind of feel like they broke it down to where you kind of feel like, okay, maybe it is possible. And then you start, and then you get the story, and you get the dinosaurs, and you get everything that you wanted. That movie leaves you completely satisfied from top to bottom, start to finish. It's one of the greatest movies ever. Um, it, it still is one of the greatest movies. I don't know where it's at in rank on the money wise, but Hollywood will never ever forget Jurassic Park when it dropped as just being one of these more mystical Jaws. Is another movie people still have fear of going to the ocean. I mean, I can swim at the beach, yes, and I could go out sort of far, yes. But 
deep sea is terrifying. And just because you just don't know what the fuck's down there. Um, and honestly, Jaws, great white, is a real animal. Hunting humans, no. But uh, there's a legit, a legitimate fear of sharks and just... I mean, you just got to go... You just got to read... You got to watch that story. I think uh, the one they talk about even in Jaws. Um, the USS, I forget, the Indianapolis. Uh, the real life story that is actually more horrific than they even make it seem in that movie. The real story that is truly horrific is absolutely um, terrifying to even... You know, just to even think about it's it's absolutely uh, mind blowing, and I think that was just one thing that you just never forget. Like that, not only is that story real, but what actually happened is truly. I, I mean, and not only is it truly horrific, but it is absolutely um, mind boggling. You know, just to, you know, they were out stranded. You know, many just drifted down to the abyss. Then the sharks came. Then help came. The sharks were still there. And you had to wait your turn to get lifted up one or two at a time. Meanwhile, there's like 100 or 200 people in the water. Still getting picked off by sharks. Uh, crazy. Monster movies. Um, one of the backbones of Hollywood. I think Godzilla and Kong is it. I do want Pacific Rim to finally collide. I'm hoping that string gets pulled. And I don't even care if it's totally Pacific Rim. But I, maybe, I mean, I don't know. I would love it. I would love it. I would love it too. I mean, I just bought Pacific Rim 1 on iTunes because it was six ninety nine. I'm looking for, I'm going to wait for Pacific Rim Uprising to, you know, go down in price. Like I can find it for 10 bucks. I'll buy it. Uh, but I've been checking because I've been wanting to see Uprising for a while and it's just not on any streaming platform. Um... But I love I love me some Pacific Rim. I, I love the I just loved everything about it. I actually for as much as people dog Pacific Rim 2, I think that's to me visually cooler than Pacific Rim 1. Pacific Rim 1 was a little bit more to me accurate to how something like that would go down. Um you know, but the visuals you know uh, Pacific Rim Two just went. They went crazy with it, and and I loved every second of it. Um, everything from the Superman punch at the last to, you know, them fighting like a Category Six kaiju, which was crazy at the end. Um, I didn't really care for too much for the human aspect of it. They could have done without some parts, but overall, I mean, if you just sat back and watched big ass monsters fighting, that was it. That movie was great, and I I always wanted them to do Pacific Rim thing. I know they're in the same. I know Legendary's got them. Let's make it happen, Warner Bros. Let's do it. Maybe they don't even have to go make a Ghidorah. Let's get a, a real mecha controlled by humans. You know, maybe the birth of the Jaeger program. Have it collide with the Godzilla and Kong. And have it collide with, you know... I don't know, Destroyer. I mean, who knows? Who knows what we're going to get? I, I'm just praying that they don't kill Destroyer off in one movie. I know that Toho Toho does that. Um, but I kind of don't want them to because I want another one after this. I don't want it to end, actually. Um, they can get. I kind of want Kong to have another couple of movies, and Kong's getting a series on Disney Plus 
which is great. Um, not much is known of that, but I kind of want, I kind of hope that they go into it more. But the fact that a Kong is still there, they could just they could just make more Kong movies. I kind of want to see Mecha Kong come up. I kind of, I kind of wish that Kong got a movie before this the sequel. Or maybe they'll do the sequel, then they'll do give Kong another movie, and then they'll do the the third one after that, because I think they're done making solo Godzilla movies. I think Godzilla is going to be just like in Toho is going to be involved with the other monsters, um, but there's only so many monsters that could be on Earth that are just like all oh, that we just found in before they have to go to space or bring something down where you know like a wormhole opens up and boom out comes destroy out of a wormhole. Or maybe out comes Geigen out of a wormhole and then, you know, starts causing complete damage. Something like that. We're moments away from that happening. We're not moments, but they can only they can only run it so many times with discovering a new Titan before they're out of discovering Titans. Um, but they can bring back Ghidorah. I wouldn't doubt if Ghidorah is somehow s- still there. Uh, and I do know Ghidorah's are out in space maybe there there's more of them that could be a possibility doubt doubtful but boy oh boy you know i've been rambling on for 30 minutes about guys but i'm i'm hyped so when i get back to this episode we'll go ahead and uh get this filled out with something else maybe some concerts and uh you know we'll leave it at that for right now I'll talk some concerts coming up, tickets I got coming up, things that are coming up. Hang tight. And I'm back, everybody. So let's talk a little bit about this um, concerts coming up that I'm trying to attend, that I've got a ticket to already. Um, And ones that I want to see, you know, tours coming out. Uh, let's get right into it. Hate breed, bleeding through, dying wish, body snatcher, Anaheim, California. It's in November. Uh, bill is stacked. Twenty years of perseverance with Hate breed. Uh, again, I'm old. Can't believe I've been rocking that album for twenty years. Damn, it seems like an eternity. An eternity ago, you know, crazy, crazy, crazy. I still remember uh, getting into Hatebreed back on Tattoo the Earth, which is another infamous tour with Slipknot, rolled through San Bernardino. Um, gosh, I mean, just one of those things like, you know, like, goes way back. And when I first heard of Hatebreed, I was like, wow, they're crazy. And then I ended up finding Satisfaction is a Death is a Desire. And immediately I just had that on repeat. There was just something about that album. And then eventually the follow-up Perseverance that just struck a chord um, with me personally. It just was like, it was just everything I wanted in an, in an album. Um especially those two first album, Hebrew albums were just so golden. Um, 
And even though Hatebreed stays relevant, I, you know, uh, I listened to their newest album, and I actually like it. There's, you know, several good songs. And actually, the whole CD is pretty good. The whole album. But, it, you know, it's just not old Hatebreed where you're like, wow, like mind-blowing, like completely shattered my whole thought process. Uh, but nonetheless, it's still good. Uh, but those first two albums, you know, Perseverance, Perseverance for me came out in a time I was early in high school. I was well into Hatebreed. I was like waiting for them to come out with a new album. And, and then, you know... And then it finally happened. It finally happened. I Will Be Heard was, you know, the single off of it, as you well know. It was actually in Triple um, X, the movie, with Vin Diesel, uh, rolling down the mountain, or snowboarding down the mountain out an av- with an avalanche. I don't know what he was doing. It's been a long time since I've seen that movie, too. That movie also is another classic head cameos had great actors they had a good soundtrack good story you know just a good movie and the kind hatebreed reminds me of a little bit of that um it came out before 9-11 and then when 9-11 hit you know obviously a lot of the metal people kind of gravitated towards it and it became this thing it reminds me of, you know, just exactly what, you know, of my younger days, my younger metal days, Hatebreed, you know, I'll never forget that concert was Hatebreed Terror, Bleeding Through, Sinai Beach, and I think it was a Hollywood Palladium. I think it was Sinai Beach, Terror, Bleeding Through, and then Hatebreed. Uh, that show was amazing. Um, you know, just one of them things, man. Like, that was young Sinai Beach. Probably why I got into Sinai Beach. Uh, I had already liked Terror a little bit. Uh, I got into Bleeding Through there. Uh, Bleeding Through blew me away, too. And then, obviously, hey, that, that whole show was stacked. And that was... That was right at the Perseverance era that was like they did Ozfest which I was like you know completely stoked that they did Ozfest because uh, I hadn't seen them in a while and you know just I have been a fan of Hatebreed they're one of my top favorite bands of all time uh, and it's just what it is I mean I just you know I was not going to miss the show now, my brother is going to go to the Las Vegas one, which, in hindsight, had I done that, had I known about this Las Vegas show with the ghost inside, it would have been an easy no-brainer. Um, but they didn't announce that show until, like, um, like, a week or two ago, and the tickets went on sale, like, about a month ago, and I wasn't going to get left out. So it's not necessarily working, but I'm going to go to the Anaheim show. I think it's the 19th of November, whatever date it is. I will be there in person. Uh, I got to get into shape for it, obviously. I haven't even started, but I'm going to. 
probably this week I'm gonna get another workout in and just start eating better and working out and I don't want to be like one of those guys that you know starts and stops but I mean I, I you know just life gets in the way man I don't know how people become gym rats I know that people are like well it's dedication yeah well yeah motherfucker but I got a life to live too I gotta work I get exhausted I get, I get laundry I've got to eat I've got to you know run to the bank gotta go here I got you know legal stuff to do you got uh, you know taxes and you got meetings and, and estimates I'm like damn where the hell do people and people often tell me well they just get up early in the morning and do it before you even I'm like uh, no uh, how do you wake up at 4am and decide to be like mm, yes 50 squats or yes bench press uh, 5 reps of 100 pounds like at four in the morning, like, and I guess that is part of the discipline. But I mean, I'm I'm not built that way, man. I'm not. I need my rest in the morning. That way, I can continue all day. I can't be up and having a fade midday sometime. You know, I just I can't do that, and and it just is so crazy to me when people tell you, you know, it's all about dedication. Like, yeah, if you're unemployed. If you're unemployed, it's easy. If you're a stay-at-home ma- mother, it's not easy, but it is a lot easier than what I do. Uh, yes, yeah, so you can get up at 6 in the morning, 7 in the morning, go get take the kids to school, come home, get gather stuff for dinner, or do a couple loads of laundry, clean something. And then at, like, noon, okay, do a workout, you know, some yoga. Uh, women, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of women weight, you know, I don't want to classify all women as just being like cardio enthusiasts but there's a lot of women that do um you know not a little bit lighter exercise so i can see on their body it's not so taxing you know you're not trying to bench press you know 100 pounds 50 times you're not trying to do you know uh deadlifts like of 100 plus pounds i mean most of it is just a good jog a good exercise a good you know, whatever it may be, you know, for an hour or so. And that's what they do. They get it done. I mean, that, like that I could, but I don't have that kind of schedule. But that's getting way off the point. I'm going to start working out again. Uh, I actually did uh, the workout regimen at work to see how much. I burned about 1,800 calories in a day, maybe 2,000, depending on how hard I'm working. Which I thought was pretty cool. Oh, I wanted to see it when, how much I burned, you know, swimming, I haven't done that yet, but, you know, that's besides the point, but that's coming up, I also want to go see Oceano, Spike, Carnifex, Things Left to Suffer, uh, in Pomona, I, I, I need to get a ticket for it, and I've actually listened to Spike's new album, it's pretty good, uh, it's better than the last one, um, I haven't listened to it on repeat, but I've listened to it twice through, and I and I dig it. I, I, it's a pretty good, it's a solid outing again for them. Uh, I would like to see them again. Uh, I they just did a solo tour, but I didn't go to that. 
partially because the only shows that I could go to was the one in Hollywood, and that was just too crazy for me in Hollywood. But I'll do this Pomona one. Let me get a ticket for this Pomona one. I'm I'm in. I think it's in October or December. One of them two. Uh, it's kind of a ways out, but I'm I'm in. I did miss going to 18 Visions at 7:20, which I slightly regret. Uh, but at the same time, I couldn't get my friend to go. I didn't want to take my girlfriend. She doesn't know what's going on. 18 Visions is not my favorite band of all time. I do like them, but it's not like I just wanted to go because it was on a Sunday. I tried to get the homie to go. Didn't happen. Um, but other than that, I know there's this Lorna Shore tour. Well, hopefully, I can get a ticket at 1720. I, I, I was should have already done it. But I want to go to that. Uh, and that's my concerts. Uh, Lorna Shore is another one. They're headlining. I need to go see them. The, the Lorna Shore, uh, I think, is one of these bands that kind of is on the precipice of being something great. And I would like to see them before they completely blow up and you can no longer see them because they're no longer, you know, available like that. Um, and this might be the last time that that happens. Well, depending on how the band, you know, the trajectory of the band. But Lorna Shore is one of these bands, too, that I, I kind of feel like hampered, got hampered by COVID, hampered by some things that happened within the band. and But they're back really strong and I think they're ready again to make a push and they might blow up huge and that's something I wanted to do I've been looking for them to do like a headlining small tour or be coupled with another big band and roll through um, you know somewhere within reason and this might be it so those are the some of the concerts I want to go to coming up now I you know I didn't go to Daddy Yankee Uh, he passed uh, but I don't know if I was going to go anyway he's been out of the loop I want to do a Bad Bunny show but it's expensive and I don't know Uh, just one of them things man but you know as an avid music fan, I've been discovering new music. I've been listening. Like, again, I listen to Spite. Maybe I'll do a little review of Spite on the next time. i got to listen to it a couple more times uh, to give a full review. But there's other there's other stuff out there I've been listening to. Uh, I actually took went back. And actually, I went back and listened to Satisfaction is a Death of Desire. And I didn't know... But you can no longer find the OG versions on iTunes or on Apple Music or YouTube. I didn't know that they took out most of the samples of the record. Um, I didn't know Paper retouched it up. That was kind of something I was a little bit unaware of. At the, uh, you know, they're just... I don't know why they did that, but they did it. And I don't know. I don't know if Perseverance has any touch-ups as well. But I did know they touched up, remastered, or redid Satisfaction is the Desire. And I'm kind of like... Some of those sound bites were my favorite parts of the album. 
you know, especially driven by suffering, that, you know, I, um, just wondering where I went to, like, I know it's from a movie, I can't think of the movie, but I was just kind of, like, a little bit taken back, I was like, man, the youth doesn't know if the, you know, if my kid, if, if I ever have a kid and they grow up and I'm like, you know, like, dang, like, you know, what the hell, like, and I, and he listens to it, he's not going to get the full experience that I got, you know, just one of them things, I'm like, you know, just kind of disheartening a little bit, but whatever, uh, I went back and listened to Bleeding Through stuff, uh, I don't really know which way Bleeding Through is going to go, it could go oldish, they could go more, I know they just dropped like a little EP, uh, which is okay, um, but it still is bleeding through, and it still is kind of one of them things where I'm like, okay, they uh, they're they didn't do any tour, and I don't know. This is the wave for bands getting out of their contract deals and just dropping like a three or four song, get up, drumming up some money from it from sales, I guess, for merch, and then like doing a little tour. But not being totally, like, invested in the band, like, okay, we need to come up with, like, three albums and do aggressive touring to make it, like, but I don't know if that has a lot to do with, like, Spotify, you know, the way streaming is, you know, because people don't actually buy physical CDs no more. I don't, because they get ruined. Um, I've bought so many CDs from so many bands, you know, like, I bought in Iowa, like, probably like 10 times and I don't have a single copy left uh, just one of them things that I kind of feel like digital is the way to go but then they alter it and you don't get the same experience as you would have you know in the olden days but it's just one of them things man I mean I kind of you know I kind of feel like the artists themselves are like not dropping a whole album's worth of music and getting away with it like I mean I don't know I'm not not in the band I'm not gonna sit here and tell you exactly how all that stuff works but I just kind of feel like that a lot of bands are getting out of their deals and then they just what they do they just drop a three song five song little shindig call it a day and then do something off of that and like hey we're going to play all these old songs with a song or new two new ones and you know not really worried about the sales they're more on the merch and the tour and the you know the tour tickets and then they and then a lot of them get on these festivals where you know there's like a three-day affair like out in ohio or or you know kansas or this furnace fest shit and it's like I don't know how much they get paid to do that. Plus shirt sales. I don't know what the deal is with that. But that formula of having uh, those tour things, to me, is just a really, really not substantial way to do business, I don't think. I know it's a thing, but I mean, like, 
and supposedly these shows are at these big festivals and gathering millions of dollars, but uh, as a fan, you got if your band comes on at fucking three o'clock in the afternoon, one o'clock in the afternoon, you need for like a twenty minute set, and then it's over. Like you're really chipping yourself out of unless you have like ten favorite bands there. And I've been to festivals like that. I've been to Ozfest. I've been to, you know, Sounds of the Underground. I've been to California Metal Fest. I've been to Tattoo the Earth. I've been to several of these things. And you don't want to see all the bands. Half the bands on those things suck. Um, Very rarely do they put together a great tour where, you know, like every band is a hitter very rare um and so fans are paying into these shitty bands when that shouldn't even be the case and I know a lot of people are like well you know these festivals uh well you know if you have Stained or you have Mudvayne and then you have Papa Roach and you have you know like Killswitch Engage you're pulling from different parts you know, and then you got the, you know, like, the semi-headliners. Like, you have, like, Dance, Gavin Dance. You have, I don't know, Parkway Drive. And then you have, like, you know, like, you know, Mayday Parade. And you're pulling from all these at the fan base, you know increases because so many of these fans are going to go and I'm like but I still kind of feel like no that shouldn't be the case and I know a lot of these band members these other band they're, they're all friends with each other so for them it makes sense but for the fan I don't think it does because it, you know you get trapped at being at the festival you have to drink water you have to drink you know food or you have to eat food you know it's hot and, you know, I've always looked at it like, damn, I, even when NotFez went to a two-day formula, all the good bands that I wanted to see were, like, in the morning or on any particular day. I was like, there's no reason to go to both dates. Uh, and then I didn't go to NotFez for a number of years because they were doing that. Up until recently, they just decided to do the one-day formula again, and that was... They trimmed it down to like four bands, which again, Volbeat has no business being there. Um, it's one of them things, but that's some little concert updates that I wanted to share with you guys. Uh, football season is right around the corner. Lord of the Rings is right around the corner. Uh, I'm watching She-Hulk currently. We've got Handmaid's Tales right around the corner. Cobra Kai right around the corner. Uh, again, football right around the corner. I mean, there's a lot of stuff happening. The Lakers are making moves. Uh, so, we're, you know, I got vacations planning. I go I go to the Dodger game this Friday, uh, September 2nd. I got a, There's a lot of things happening in a short amount of time. And it's just what it is, man. I mean, it's one of these things like, you know, uh, there's a lot of stuff happening now at the end of this year. Uh, a lot of cool stuff. And especially for me, I've got vacations planned, Raider games planned. I've got, you know, 
several things already lined up. And I knew, I knew this was going to happen, which is why this last month or two, I kind of been keeping it kind of low key, easy, you know, homebody ish. Because once it starts getting into this thing, when I don't really like every other week, every other day is a fucking event. Like, it's just not going to stop until we get to the new year. And plus, we got Halloween. I've got Halloween parties, Thanksgiving coming up. I mean, we're basically September. It's August 30th right now as I finish up this episode. Uh, but we're basically going to uh, get to September. There's a, there's not much time left in the year. So with that said, guys, um, I'll get this episode posted up. Uh, I'm trying to get these cranked out. I'm still watching um, stuff on Netflix. You know, you know, we just did the Sandman. Um, but you know, there's all there's sort of there's all kinds of stuff out there, you know, going on. So, hang tight. We'll get this up. Um, you know, we'll be checking back with Godzilla news as it comes out. Black Panther's coming up. Um, you know, so boy oh boy, we got it. We got the deck is stacked. Catch you guys later.